everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. What a privilege. What a privilege it is to be with you all this day. We praise God for another opportunity to allow his love to shine through this vehicle called podcasting and to connect with you. Yes, to connect with you. You see, I'm grateful to the Lord for his faithfulness to these episodes that the Lord has provided for us. Now listen, this statement that I'm about to make may sound kind of confusing to some, (laughs) okay? (laughs) Because he is the one who provides the content of each episode. So I'm just an extension of God. I'm the conduit that connects the Lord to your soul so you and I can be fed by God's love for us. As believers, we are just like newborn babies. We need God's nourishment each and every day. And without God's provision, we would not be able to thrive in this corrupt and evil world that we live in. You know, Jesus taught us in St. Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, something that we should daily seek the Lord. It says, give us this day our daily bread. In his bread, it provides the strength we need to live, to keep our outlook clear, to keep our faith intact, having the courage to face your enemies, to walk confidently when trouble is all around you and it appears that the end is near. Receiving daily bread from the Lord strengthens your moral character where his light shines in the face of selfishness and greed. And in this prayer, Jesus wants for us to understand that asking for a need is more important than fulfilling a want. I want to say that one more time. Asking for a need is more important than fulfilling a want. You see, we all want things that are secondary to the critical needs that carry us from day to day. Jesus is saying to us, give us, Lord, give us this day. One day is significant in life. You see, we tend to look at years and decades as the focus. We tell ourselves in the next 10 years, I want to be here, or I want to have this or I want to be the president of this company, or I want to own my own home in the next five years, or I want to be married by the time I turn 30, or I want to have children by the time I turn 25, and we go on and on and on about our future goals. And that's okay. That's okay. If you keep it in the right perspective, What Jesus is saying in this outline of a prayer is, you can't get to all of your desires without asking the Lord for the necessity. 
forgive us, Lord, this day. You are living in this day. You are living in the moment of this day. Jesus is saying to us this day, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself. Enjoy this day. This day is special because God created this day for you to enjoy. He created this day for you to thrive and succeed. He made this day just for you to understand how great God is. You may say to yourself, Pastor Phil, it feels like any other day. What's the big deal? What Jesus is saying is, just because it looks the same, doesn't mean it is the same. Each day presents new opportunities, new challenges, where God wants you to be able to live by his will for your life. Because in Matthew chapter six, Jesus is teaching us how to pray. And he says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. So think about the people of God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God wants his people to partner with him for his plan and his will on the earth. You see, this prayer is speaking about God to be revealed amongst his people. God's will is not really forced upon us. Not at all, not at all. But his desire for his people is to pray that the Lord will increase righteousness in the world, to bring more people to repentance, to allow his will to bring us guidance and protection from the enemy's schemes and plans. Our prayer should be, his will be done in my life. And his will for you to be successful in life, to be saved from dying and going to hell, to live a victorious life, to thrive in the tight places in life, <laughs> to shine in the darkness, to be a person of integrity and character, to have a mindset to always take the high road, never be the person who has the mentality to retaliate when you feel like you've been taken advantage of. His will is for us to always be a people who like the book of Colossians chapter six, verse four tells us. It tells us, let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. This is why receiving daily bread from the Lord is so important. Naturally, we need nutritious food to carry us through the day. Spiritually, we also need God's bread 
for life to effectively live life to the fullest. Now, first Peter, the second chapter, verses one through three, it also tells us. So get rid of hatefulness and deception, insincerity and jealousy and slander. Be like newborn babies crying out for spiritual milk. (laughs) That will help you grow into salvation. If you have tasted and found the Lord to be good. In our world of hatefulness, deception, insincerity, jealousy, and slander is all around us. And if we don't seek the Lord daily, like newborn babies, we will we we may wind up trying these foods, lack of a better word, that will result in an unhealthy life that will lead us into darkness. So, people of God, it's important to be passionate like a newborn baby and ask for the necessity to quench your cravings. This is what what will cause you to grow. Spiritual milk. God's will is for you to grow into salvation. The more you are fed with spiritual bread and milk, the more you allow for God's will to flood your heart with the things you need to be successful in life. The more you find out and understand how good the Lord is. So give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. Lord, we want your spiritual milk so we can thrive in this life in jesus name (laughs) all right all right god is good and he is worthy to be praised he is worthy to be worshiped and he is worthy to be honored praise the lord praise the lord people of god i'm going to get right into it okay Here we are in the middle of the year, in the year 2021, and we are seeing more and more immorality being demonstrated like never before. The callousness, the selfishness, the greed, the explicitive, expletive language in our society. How we are exposing our children to this way of life baffles me. It baffles my mind. Sin is rampant in our world. Debauchery is now the norm. With all of the social outlets, you know, you guys know what they are. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and the like. Individuals are competing to see who can top who. What vulgar act can I do to outdo another person? I'm grateful to God for his word because his word says in Proverbs, the 29th chapter, the 18th verse, it says it like this. It says, and really it's explaining why we need morality in our lives. It says where there is no prophetic vision, 
the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. I want to read that verse one more time. Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. But blessed is he who keeps the law. When individuals in this world do not accept the word of God or deny the application of God's word, or individual Christians not seeking the word of God to know what he stands for, they cast off restraint. What this means is that rather than regarding the word of God, they go their own way. They, be, they become lost in their sin, lost in self, and lost altogether. You see, you have to understand, people of God, standards are important. And God knew this from the beginning of time. And he expects us to abide by his rules because he is the ruler, not you. You see, people of God, mixing poison with a cake will still kill you. Milk, mixing sin with self-righteousness will keep you mixed up. Keeping God's law is designed to keep you blessed. God's contributions to this world were provided by him to help you stay on the straight and narrow. And I'm reminded of the scripture in St. Matthew chapter 7 verses uh, 13 through 14. It speaks vividly about living by the morals of God. It says, enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. Now, let's look at this for just a minute. Wide and easy. Wide and easy equals leads to destruction. <laughs> Mathematics, right? Leads to people becoming suicidal, becoming drunkards, becoming a target to the enemy because it's the easiest way to become accepted. Wide and easy leads you down a dangerous path. A path that doesn't have all of the warning signs that most roads have posted for your safety. Wide and easy makes you reckless, irresponsible, susceptible, and vulnerable. And it makes you a part of the majority of people who's in your Circle of, circle of influence. These are your friends. You know what I'm talking about. These are your friends, your running buddies. The ones that you take, that take you to places of adventure where you live on the edge only to find yourself isolated, bound by sin. And now you are entangled in something that's greater than yourself. 
God's moral standards say, enter the narrow gate. Who? Yes, it, it, it may appear to be difficult. And I understand it is sometimes difficult. It may require a sacrifice of something that you used to do, and now you have to give it up to God. God is saying his morals is not trying to take away your life. He wants to give you life. Think about it this way, people of God. A physical trainer is not trying to make your workouts easy. He or she is trying to help you shed the extra weight <laughs> that you have developed over a period of time. And he or she is trying to change your lifestyle so you can live a long life. God's morals are going to push you in the right direction. But you have to be willing to go through this tight process. And so today or tonight's episode is made for you to embrace morality as a healthy lifestyle and begin living the way God intended for you to live. And so today or tonight's episode is entitled the necessity of morality. We're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled The Necessity of Morality. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast and I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's grab a clear understanding that the Lord is our moral compass. He is our moral compass. And it is he who navigates our lives to produce good works. So let's go straight into the word of the Lord. And we'll be coming from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. This tells us in his word, it says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. I want to read that verse one more time. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God, the man or woman of God, okay, may be competent, equipped for every good work. Now listen, God's morals is our oxygen to live a full and meaningful life. And his word is profitable for teaching. It's a necessity that needs to be taught 
Just like going to school is a necessity for us to have a basis for life. God's word is far greater. It's a far greater necessity for mankind. You see, if the soul is not fed, then we're not able to operate properly. And in these verses, God says, yes, I may have to. I might have to scold you, but I'm doing this because I love you so much. I want what's best for you. That's what the scripture is saying. These scriptures are saying he loves us. So let's break down some of these words that's in this passage of scripture. The first word is the word reproof. Simply means blame expressed to the face, <laughs> sincere for a fault, reprehension. So God pretty much gets right into your face. It tells you you're wrong. We need God's moral compass in our life. So reproof is blame expressed to the face. Now listen, correction refers to the action or process of correcting, setting something right. This is the key difference between reproof and correction. Correcting is to fix something. Reproof wants you to accept the responsibility of your actions. We have to understand people of God and recognize that when God breathes on us through his word, he's trying to wake us up and to make us confess that we were wrong. And then God helps us to correct some of the behaviors and patterns that we've been living with all these years. Now, another word in this in these passages of scriptures it talks about training in righteousness training in righteousness god's word nourishes and it nourish your spiritual life your spiritual life is the necessity that is needed and necessary in order for you to live by god's standards training in God's righteousness establish a solid foundation where the sins of life and the winds of life will never destroy the fabric of who you are and what you were created to be in this world. You were created in this world to glorify God and to make you competent. The word competent simply means well knowledgeable because you make the Lord your priority in your life and not make him an afterthought. I want to say that one more time because the reality is the people who are training in God's righteousness, they're knowledgeable 
and understanding how important it is to train by knowing and doing what is right before God. And they make that a priority in their life, not an afterthought, not in an emergency situation because you messed up so bad. We have to make God a priority and make morality a necessity in our lives. Yes, yes. This is how you demonstrate that you have the know-how. You have the know-how skills required to succeed in a particular task. And then he equips us for every work because every work that's in our world has to be laced with God's morals. Without God's morals, as Proverbs 29 and 18 has told us today or tonight, we will be without restraint. Now you have to understand to restrain something is to hold back, to check, to hold from action, proceeding or advancing either by physical or moral force or by an interposing obstacle. You see, we restrain a horse by its bridle. We restrain cattle from wandering by fences. We restrain water by dams and dikes. We restrain men from crimes and trespasses by laws. We restrain young people when we can by arguments or counsel. We restrain men and women in their passions. People of God, the necessity for morality is critical to live life with purpose. And as James, the first chapter, the 17th verse, declares, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, wherewith whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And so in closing, let's understand that God's morals are what's required for us to succeed in life. Without it, the world will continue to spiral out of control with no ending in sight. With this necessity of God's morals being in the forefront of our lives, his will needs to be done in the earth because you are operating under God's law. Blessed is the man who keeps the law. Are you blessed? <laughs> That's awesome to hear because God wants to bless you by practicing morality before him. And if you do these things, he will bless you beyond your imagination. In Jesus' name, let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we give you praise. We thank you for all of your many blessings. We thank you for searching our hearts, 
taking out time to help us become more and more like you. Lord God, please forgive us of our sins, our trespasses, all of the mistakes that we made. We confess to you right now. We take ownership of our mistakes. Please cleanse us, make us whole, wash us. Help us to become the men and women of God that you created us to be. And so, Lord God, as we have shared in your word this necessity of living by your standards, help us to not be enticed by the world's system. Help us to embrace your law, to embrace your word, to embrace you, O oh God, so we can be in good moral standing, stand, standing with you, O oh God. Lord God, I thank you for all of the listeners who right now want to please you like never before. Bless them in a mighty way, whatever their needs are. Meet every single need in the name of Jesus. I know that you can and I know that you will. Love on them. Let them know, God, how special they are and that, God, that you have created them to be great in this world. So we'll give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. We ask all of these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, that is it for today or tonight with the episode entitled The Necessity for Morality. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. So grateful and honored that you have tuned in for this particular episode and all of the episodes that we put out each and every week. We are so grateful to you and your generosity. So with that being said, if you are enjoying these podcasts, please continue to share the podcast. We appreciate your generosity. We thank you for all that you're doing in the earth because God is doing tremendous things and we can see how the Lord is moving in your life. Thank you guys for doing all that you do for this ministry. Just want to make a quick announcement. Because of your generosity, we were able to feed 500 families because of your contributions to Full of Life Ministries. So we give God all the praise. We have met our goal. And to God be the glory for the great things he has done. So thanks again for your generosity. If you'd like to continue to support our ministry financially, please don't hesitate to just click on any of those links. Uh, whatever you're listening to this podcast, uh, please continue to contribute to the ministry. We're, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and we are trying to make a difference in this world. So thank you for your contributions. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, or if there's any questions that you may have concerning life in general, or even anything about God, whatever it is, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, fulloflifesd at gmail.com. We are here to serve you. We want to impact your life. And we believe with these episodes and podcasts, and now that we have YouTube channel, uh, we're trying to impact the world like never before. So if you'd like to check out our YouTube channel, it's on every Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We have a Full of Life Ministries YouTube channel. So please check us out when you get a chance. It's early in the morning, 
but I believe that you can wake up for at least 30, 35 minutes and allow God to speak to your hearts. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We love you with the love of Christ, people of God. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless. God bless.